podcast for Monday, September 21st. It's game day, baby. Monday night football. We're getting hyped. I'm Caroline Gonzalez, your host of this Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. It's game day. Like I said, your Saints will take on the Las Vegas Raiders tonight at 7.15 p.m. on ESPN. And to get you set up for that game, we welcome on the show linebacker, Saints legend, Super Bowl champion, Scott Shanley. Scott, thanks so much for joining me on this game day edition. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. What what time do you get in for the game today? I know you do your CST show. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'll be getting in about 2.30 or 3 o'clock today. Hopefully the weather permits. I know there's a lot of rain going on down there, but it's an easy flight. I'm used to it by now. And we do our pregame show at 5.30 on CST for a half an hour, and we'll be covering the matchups and then obviously the postgame afterwards. When is it not raining in New Orleans? I, I want to know <laughs> that. When is it not raining? Scott, first we have to talk about the games yesterday because to both of our satisfactions, the Falcons blew a 20-point lead. And I just I, – I want to say I can't believe it, but I can because it's the Falcons. It was ridiculous. They just – they are the gift that keeps on giving to <laughs> us Saints fans. I tell you what, just when – nothing will ever beat a 28-3 to collapse in a Super Bowl, but yesterday was probably – the, the, the second closest thing, I saw a stat where no team who had a plus three in the turnover takeaway margin or plus four, something like that, has never lost a game in the history of the NFL, but leave it to the Falcons to be the first. So they are the gift that keeps on giving. They really are. And, you know, I was watching the game yesterday, and I'm from Dallas, so I'll watch the Cowboys every once in a while. You know, I'm converted. Don't hold it against me. I like the Saints, and I wanted to see the Falcons lose. But just watching that game, I was like, oh, man, the Cowboys are back at it again. Like, they're not going to have a great season. and then. You know, I kept the game on because I couldn't turn anything else on. And then the Falcons just absolutely blew it. I couldn't believe it. Um, But another thing we have to talk about is the injuries because yesterday's injuries were just heartbreaking. I mean, you have Nick Bosa, you have Saquon Barkley. What do you think you could attribute that to not having a preseason as a player? What's your what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I definitely factor that in because. You know, you're seeing all sorts of players, really good players, star players throughout the league. And it seems like there's a lot of ACL and Achilles injuries. And these guys just keep getting bigger, faster, and stronger. And those are injuries we see every year. But to see this amount this early in the season, I think it's directly related to the lack of offseason and preseason games. And I know starters like that, so superstar players are not playing a lot in the preseason. But there's something to getting used to cutting and changing direction and having other big fast men pushing on you and getting used to that and these guys just have not had enough time to do that no fault of their own obviously for what we've gone through this year but I think it's a direct relationship to the type of injuries we're seeing. I can only imagine how much anxiety you guys are going to have especially if you're the Saints like coming off this weekend with so many injuries and then you're having to play tonight in a new stadium new field new everything Um, I can only imagine how much anxiety guys would have. Yeah, and that's a great point. I mean, something that I'm sure they've discussed this week and probably they went um, and got a got a good idea what type of turf they're playing on because when you deal with a new stadium, a stadium that guys have never been to before, and turf that has not been broken in, a lot of times as a veteran player, you're used to the type of field surfaces you're playing on when you go away from the dome, and this isn't the case. So, you know, like yesterday you saw a bunch of 49ers players complain about the turf that they were playing on against the Jets, so – It'll be interesting. Sometimes that new turf can be a little bit sticky. You got to get the right shoes, and that'll be a big factor as well. What type of footing you're wearing? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, Scott, looking back at last week's game, Saints versus Bucks, um, you know, I didn't get to hear your thoughts or anything. It's our first time talking on the show this season. Um, but what did you think of the Saints defense after last week's game against the Bucks? Oh, they're, the Saints defense to me, I think going even back to last year, I had mentioned that the Saints defense can be the strength of this team. And that's not a shot at the offense because I think the offense is outstanding and always has been under Coach Payton. But I think when you look at the talent level the defense has at every single level, Cam Jordan, you have Davenport, you have first-round picks all along the D-line. DeMario Davis is, to me, the best 4-3 linebacker in the game. Uh, Alex Anzalone, if he can stay healthy. And then secondary is outstanding. So, to me, they they didn't disappoint. I thought – I think the sky's the limit for this defense. I, can, I believe they can be the best defense in the NFL. The one thing I want to see more from this defense is taking the ball away. And that goes all the way back to last year. Get, create more turnovers. Give the ball back to the offense. If they can do that, this defense will be uh, a tough one. Do you feel confident yeah. going off of that? Do you feel confident in the, uh, the linebacker core that the Saints have put together? This year. Yes, I do. I, I think because the, the reason I do is because, first of all, they're outstanding athletes. They're great guys in, in the locker room, on and off the field. DeMario is a great leader. He's a quarterback of the defense. I look for good things from Alex Angeloni. I hope he can stay healthy. To me, he's an outstanding all every down linebacker. And most teams would love to have him or DeMario. So the fact that the Saints can put those two guys on the field and and I think the linebacker position has really changed. You don't really see a whole lot of games where three linebackers are on the field the whole game. So if you have two guys in nickel defense who can stay on the field with that extra defensive back who can run and hit and cover like we have, that's worth a lot. So I really think if the injury bug can stay away from this group, I think we have one of the best cores in the league. We'll get back to our interview with Scott Shanley in just a second, but first, a word from our friends at SeatGeek. Just like all of you, SeatGeek can't wait to get back in the stands with you to cheer on the Saints and sing along to our favorite songs again. They're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in the Big Easy, well, easier. Plus, every ticket purchase on SeatGeek is protected by their buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. You know, Scott, uh, the, the Saints lost um, Von Bell to the Bengals this year, and he was a huge asset to the Saints defense last year, forcing a lot of those turnovers like you were talking about. Who would you like to see step up in position of Von Bell? Is there any yeah. one person, or is it just kind of team effort? <laughs> I think it's a little bit by committee and that position, the safety position under defense coordinator Dennis Allen has always been kind of a hybrid guy who can come on the field, come down in the box, make tackles, but also go back in coverage. And Vaughn really started to emerge as, as one of the better guys in the league doing that. So it hurt to lose him, but now you bring in a guy like Malcolm Jenkins, who's played a lot of football. Now you bring in leadership. Um, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I don't know if I'm supposed to be calling him that, but, but that's what I'm used to. Uh, I think he has a, a chance to be a, an outstanding player because he's like a, a hybrid player, like a line hits like a linebacker, covers like a corner. So I look for big things from him, but it's more of a committee approach from that DB unit. They're, they're very talented. It's so funny that you said the Chauncey Garner Johnson name thing, because I feel like that's been a talking point on this podcast ever since he came out and said, you know, I'm changing my name to CD Deuce. So when you make a huge announcement like that, you expect people, okay, this is your name from now on. And then in media availability, he was like, 
oh no, that's just a nickname. You, got, you guys can call me whatever. Like, okay, now I'm even more confused. What would you like to go by? That, that, I got confused by that too because I start. And did he put his last name? Uh, was it Gardner Johnson on the jersey? Uh, yes. What did he do? I mean, I'm going to call him whatever he puts on his jersey. To me, that's the guy. You're playing for that last name, so I'm going to call him Gardner Johnson. Until he changes the last name on the jersey, that's what I'll go by. I don't know if I'll ever get used to CD dudes. I don't know. I'm not a big nickname person. Um, but the Raiders are, are dealing with a, a few injuries tonight, Scott. Right tackle Trent Brown, wide receiver Henry Ruggs, and we'll get to the Saints injury report in just a second. But um, you know, Josh Jacobs is a guy that a lot of people are going to be looking at going into tonight's game. What do you think the Saints game plan will be to try to limit him? Because obviously they can't, they can't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's definitely going to be the focus of this defense because anytime you, you let a running back go wild on you, now it sets up the pass. It sets up the play action pass and the Raiders do like to set a play action pass with John Gruden. So he is definitely going to be the focal point. And it's hard for me to say anything bad about this Saints run defense. We know they're they're on pace to set a, a pretty impressive record of, of no 100-yard rushers, and that'll start again tonight. He's a talented back. Their offensive line is, is a big offensive line group. And I know John Gruden is going to try to run the ball three yards, four yards, try to keep this Saints offense off the field. That's going to be a key is if this Saints defense can be successful on first down, limit to two yards or less on rushes, make them throw the ball, and don't let Josh Jacobs take over this game. Do you think Cam Jordan's just licking his chops about having to go against someone who's not Trent Brown going against a young lineman? I think most weeks Cam Jordan licks his chops, <laughs> whoever he's going against. There's not a whole lot of teams that have tackles that can stop 94. But, uh, yeah, anytime you have an inexperienced guy who has to line up against Cam, and I think Dennis Allen does a great job of moving Cam Jordan around. They don't. He doesn't really allow teams to double-team him or chip him or single and a lot of a lot of the strategy that goes in really utilizes Cam's strengths, but I'm sure Cam's ready for tonight, especially in a primetime game. I think so. I think Cam is ready for anything. We were we had uh, Saints media availability the other day, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have energy to burn." And I'm like, "How do you have energy to burn? You have three kids about to be four. You're an NFL player. Like, how do you possibly have energy to burn? I don't understand." He's just that, that. That is what everyone loves about Cam. I mean, even after a game, the guy will play 70 plays, and he'll come on to our Cox Sports Television interviews with Mike Neighbors after the game. And I'm like, did, did Cam even play? I mean, he acts like he's getting ready for the game, but every locker room needs a Cam Jordan. He's, he's one of the best teammates I've ever had. I agree. I can only imagine how fun it is trying to wrangle him in for one question when <laughs> he goes off in a million directions. Yeah. Um, but getting to the Saints injury report, obviously Michael Thomas has been ruled out for tonight's game, but the Saints brought in some key offensive weapons this offseason, and I think they're going to have to step up maybe a little bit earlier than they expected. Are you expecting – the load to go mostly to Emmanuel Sanders? Or do you think we'll see Sean and Pete Carmichael spread it out a little bit more? Yeah, I definitely think there won't be one single guy. But the great thing about this Saints offense, and, and I've heard it all week, uh, With I live in Dallas, so I have a lot of Saints haters here because I talk <laughs> about the Saints all the time. And they think it's over because Michael Thomas, Mr. Record Setter is out. And while losing a guy like Michael is a huge, huge loss, if there's anybody that can do it, it's this Saints offense. We've seen over the years, they spread the ball around. So you lose Michael, but you have Emmanuel Sanders, you have Jared Cook, you have Alvin Kamara. The list goes on and on. Deontay Harris, I think, will get some more uh, touches on offense. Every team wishes they had this many weapons. So you've seen Drew, you've seen Coach Payton. They spread the ball around. We will miss Michael Thomas because he's an outstanding, one of the top five players in all of, all of football. But I, I think what I've seen over the history of Coach Payton and Drew Brees is that this offense will still spread the ball around and still be tough, tough to stop. 
Scott, I know you're a Homer player, so you just want to focus on this week's game, and I, I want to focus on this week's game, brick by brick, all those, you know, cliches and stuff like that. But looking ahead next week to Green Bay, do you think that will be kind of a measuring stick for the Saints team because of the way Green Bay is shaping up? I think so. I think it's going to be it's going to be a much hype game as it should be. You have Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. You have two teams that a lot of people are going to pick to go deep in the playoffs. A lot of people may even go as far to call it an NFC Championship preview because both teams are outstanding. Green Bay's really started the season strong. They they played some good football. It helps getting them at home, making them travel. I really wish we had Huda Nation in the Superdome to to really help bring that crowd noise. Unfortunately, we don't. But I think it's going to be an outstanding matchup. And I personally think it's going to be a matchup that we will eventually see in the playoffs. Scott, before I let you go, I have to ask, since you are flying in today, what is your uh, new airport outfit looking like? Are you wearing the hazmat suit with the belt? Are you just doing a mask? What's going on in the airport? I'm just doing the mask, making sure I have the mask. And I have the uh, sanitizer solution whenever possible. But uh, just trying to take all precautions. It's tougher when you travel. And, you know, last week was the first time I traveled since really all this started. And you kind of go crazy with thinking about sanitizing at all times. Just I wear my mask, I sanitize before and after the plane, and uh, try to remain cautious. <laughs> Always remain cautious. Well, Scott, we appreciate you joining us on the show today. Good luck on your show tonight, and hopefully we come out with the Saints win. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Thanks to Scott for joining me on the show today. Just a reminder, we will have your Dome at Home live pregame show presented by FedEx at 6.15, so an hour before kickoff. We will have that for you. You can watch it by downloading the Saints app. You can watch on Facebook, um, and you can also watch on NewOrleansSaints.com. So make sure you watch Dome at Home live an hour before kickoff, and then immediately following the game, we will have your Saints post-game show with the live press conferences of head coach Sean Payton, Drew Brees, and probably a few more players since we are in this virtual world. Um, also, another reminder, before I forget, to purchase your 50-50 raffle tickets, you can go to neworleansaints.com backslash community backslash 5050. You have an opportunity to win half of the donations that go towards the 50-50 for the Louisiana Gulf Coast Renewal Fund. So make sure you purchase those tickets right now uh, leading up to the game. You can do it all through the workday. Uh, reminder that tonight's game is at 7:15 on ESPN. I'm sure you won't forget if you're listening to this podcast because we have the best Saints fans in the world. They don't just forget about games. Um, but you can also watch it on your Saints app. So if you have to run out for a pizza during the game, during the first quarter, you don't want to miss any of the action, download the Saints app. You can watch it right there on your phones. I'm Caroline Gonzalez. Thanks for joining me on today's New Orleans Saints podcast presented by Seeky.